the ASCO Leadership Podcast. Hello and welcome to this ASCO podcast series, Stepping Up. I'm Steve Playford. My podcast, Being Ahead, Surviving and Thriving, are in two parts. This is part two. We will explore how you will personally deal with change and also look at a resilience model as set out in the globally validated toolkit, Resilience at Work, developed by Catherine McEwen. Learning about these behaviours will make you stronger. I'm a leadership and wellbeing consultant working with ASCO, particularly supporting leaders to develop their leadership and resilience skills. This podcast draws on my experiences of leadership in schools, 10 years as a head teacher and uh, as a qualified coach. As I record this podcast, there is still a lot of change happening related to these uncertain times and you will not only be dealing with communicating how your school is going to be safe, but also ensuring your staff can deliver an excellent level of learning for the students. In that respect, there's no difference, but the context has changed. And remember, you are not alone. This, however, will be pushing you and your school out of its comfort zone. But as I said in part one, you will have learned lots of new skills in your career that will give you some confidence. Sometimes being in your comfort zone is good, as it means that your daily routines are in place and people know their roles. However, that won't allow you to adapt, learn and improve. Kurt Lewin's three-step model views the process of change as unfreezing, changing and refreezing. As a science teacher, I like the analogy as it can be related to water. A block of ice first needs to unfreeze before it can change shape and then it needs to refreeze to maintain this shape and in the context of your institution that means consolidating on new routines. This will personally be happening to you as you step up. You will be having new experiences and dealing with change which will mean you are developing new understandings and skills. You will make mistakes but uh, learn from them. Be aware of when you're in your comfort zone and when you are challenging yourself or are being challenged to move into the stretch zone. And be realistic about what you can achieve. You will experience stress, but you definitely want to avoid burnout. To quote Maya Angelou, nothing will work unless you do. Good planning will help you to keep moving forward. Ensure your need to change is based on good evidence and your teams and institution are also equipped to move out of their comfort zone. Be aware of making the decision to change and then slipping back into that comfort zone. Understand yourself. Now, in part one, I talked about the importance of knowing your values as you can rely on these to shape any change, but it is equally important to understand yourself how you react and how your emotions alter. I find it helps to constantly reflect on what you have learnt about yourself and what you might do differently. Listen to your body and also what others are telling you. A simple tip to help you move from one event, one meeting onto another is review what has just happened, rest, do something different, Reset. Think about what you're going to do next. I call this the three R's. Catherine McEwen has developed a researched framework called Resilience at Work 
for the individuals and teams. This sub-framework for the individual uses the following seven points to ensure that you can thrive. So point one, living authentically, know and hold onto your personal values, deploy your strengths, have a good level of emotional awareness and regulation. Two, find your calling, have work that offers purpose and a sense of belonging, align work to your core beliefs. Point three, maintaining perspective. Stay optimistic and keep a solution focus when things go wrong. Reframe setbacks and minimize the impact of any negativity around you. Four, mastering stress. Have work and life routines that help you manage the everyday stresses. Work to create work-life balance and ensure time for relaxation and recovery. Point five, interacting cooperatively, seek feedback, advice and support, and also provide support readily to others. Notice what is going on around you. Six, staying healthy, maintain a good level of physical fitness, have a healthy diet, hydrate regularly, and get adequate sleep, and make sure you have some time for yourself. And finally, point seven, building networks. Develop and maintain the personal and professional support networks you need at home and at work in order to perform your job well. For me, a key part was building a network of support and advice as a head teacher. Uh, so use your team, staff, your students, trustees, governors, and parents to get feedback. Talk to other head teachers, listen to what is being said and take the appropriate steps to change. I would strongly recommend using a coach independent of the institution to help you adapt and improve your performance. They will probably know before you that something needs to change and it will really help you think things through and allow you to set out some next steps. Of course, use ASCO Professional Development for further learning and call the ASCO hotline if you need help. I did many times. If you want to learn more about surviving and thriving, then turn into the ASCO PD webinars this September and October on learning to be resilient and being a resilient team. And finally, your personal well-being really matters to your family, your staff and your students. And most importantly, it must be important to you. Without it, you will not flourish, affecting those around you. So, think of the positives, create some space, be creative, and keep a sense of humour. And remember, be ahead. The Ask Old Leadership Podcast. 